mind the real, you know the deal The powwow after you take a shower And we only deal with the real It feels so surreal Having a show featuring ordinary people Doing extraordinary things Within the community Like raising funds for charity Fighting for diversity Inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions Raising health awareness Tremendous conscious athletes Marathoners and triathletes Making a difference Combating ignorance mm. Behind the wheel, you know the deal Okay. Oh, that's All funny. Right. All right. All right. All right. So let's let's um let me do the introduction. We get started. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host D. Ivan Oxley, and today we've got a very special guest. He now resides in Harlem, New York, but he's a former Brooklynite. He's the founder of Black Runners Connection and the father of two amazing children who he refers to as his heroes. Give it up for Mr. James Ravenel. Good morning. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Man. Um, pleasure to finally get an opportunity to sit and talk to you on your show. Yeah, but what James is really, it's, it is it is a pleasure. What James is really referring to is a pleasure getting on after, yo, is it connected yet? No, hold on a second. Let me get, let me, uh, let me, let me try it again. Did okay. you get it yet? No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> this is what we went through this morning. This, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jumping through some hoops, but we are here. And yes, it is truly a, a, a pleasure. Before we get too far along, James, I got to know, man, are you a five bucks man or are you a D&D &D man? Uh, I like Starbucks, and the reason why I like Starbucks is they have a very specific drink that I like. It's a, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not a coffee drinker, but um, they have a, uh, I get my vanilla chai latte with uh, my, my almond milk there, and it's uh -huh. freaking delicious. And I can, okay. you know, send my order through the app, just go pick it up, keep it moving. So Yeah, oh, yeah. see, I, I like the vanilla chai. I, I've tried the green tea latte. Um, from them, but I, I, I think I, I definitely prefer the ambiance of uh, Five Bucks over D and D. Um, I, I don't know; it's just it just helps my my creative process anytime I go in there and you yeah. guys the free weefy. But, um... <laughs> you know what's funny? You said weefy. I never yeah. I had never heard of it called weefy until I went mm -hmm. to Europe. And I was like, everyone said, "Oh yeah," I said, "Can I have your Wi-Fi?" Oh, here's the weefy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, then let me use your Wi-Fi. Let me get your Wi-Fi, man. What's your passcode? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's giving you a passcode, man. Right. Oh, man. I, I used to live um, in Bridgeport. And for a while, you know, the, the neighbor never had his... I hope he's not listening. The neighbor <laughs> never had his, um, his Wi-Fi secure. So I would go on and, and utilize his, um, his Wi-Fi. For, I think this went on for like a year. This is confessions. Now this portion is not is probably going to be deleted. But I've been going and use this for years. One year, I, one day I came home and it and I wasn't able to connect. Oh man! And I had I had a fit. I was like, "What is going on?" I was like, "I don't understand what's happening to my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> what's happening? To my, I was pissed. I'm like, who do I call to get this resolved? This went on." I kid you not, for at least two or three minutes, and then it dawned on me, dude, you don't have Wi-Fi. Now I was time to go ahead and, <laughs> and call cable vision or Tomcast or somebody. Oh man. Oh, but James, yep. 
Listen, man. I want to, you know, I wanted to get you on the show. I know we we met first at um a Kevin Hart event. Oh, oh, um, that's right, that's right. It was the what's the name of that race? Run with Hart, I think run, it was. It was like um, it was it was the the Beats run. Yeah. It was the Beats run? No, I didn't get any Beats. I. I I remember I got the T-shirt. I remember that yellow T-shirt and the and the the black and yellow um little wristband. Oh, the one in, was it the one in Brooklyn or the one? Nah, in, the one in Harlem. The one, in, one oh, in Manhattan. Manhattan. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I was like, oh man, this is a legend. I'm standing next to legend. I was like, I know that guy. That's the guy with the Brooklyn hat. That's the guy with the Brooklyn hat. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to get you on the show. You know, tell um, the audience. You know, share with your audience your, your your road to running. What got you down this path, and um, you know what what's what's in the future for you. So I'm gonna shut up and take it away, sir. Well, um, you know, I was a cyclist. Uh, when, well, let me back up. When I was 37, I decided mm-hmm. that I, I needed to get healthy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was what I refer to as skinny fat. You know, it was skinny fat. Skinny fat. You know, okay. um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I looked fit. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, I couldn't run down a block without clutching my chest, um, mm. just being out of breath. And I said, you know what, this is not cool. So one day I decided to go and. Um, you know, go get some goggles, you know, those, okay. those sports goggles. I got some sports goggles. I said, I don't care what it is, you're going to do something. And uh, I started doing a little bit of, you know, trying to play basketball. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm With the sports bro. goggles? With the sports goggles. You know, I was okay. looking like Kareem, okay. you know. I was, <laughs> I was trying to look like Kareem, but, you know. <laughs> um, but after getting bounced around the court, you know, falling, hurting my foot, I was like, dude, this is not you, man, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the game, I, but it's just it just wasn't the right one for me. And then okay. I remember one day I was on Facebook and I saw one of my frat brothers, uh, Jason Phillips, uh, affectionately known as my special. You know, we have a special friendship, and mm-hmm. um, I saw him doing all this running stuff, and he was doing all this biking stuff. And I had, you know, back in the days I called it a ten speed. I was like, man, he got a ten speed, and he's doing <laughs> all this stuff. I want to, I want to get me a ten speed. So I hit him up. And I was like, hey, man, you know, tell me a little bit about this. And then he connected mm-hmm. me. Then I connected with another one of my uh, my Masonic brothers. And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, man, I can help you find a bike. So he took me to the bike shop, helped me pick out a bike. And then, you know, I, you know, I have researched things for a while. But I'm one of those people who, you know, when I get into something, I'm like really heavily immersed into it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I remember I got my bike. And then on the first ride I went on with these guys, he looked at me, he said, this is your first time on a bike? I was like, yeah. We had did like a 25 mile ride or like my first ride. And he was like, he's like, dude, how is this your first ride? I said, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm really excited. I really want to do this. So, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, so then, you know, I, I've done, uh, I was traveling all over the country mm-hmm. with my bike, you know, or renting bikes wherever I would go. And, you know, just really, you know, being part of the culture. I joined uh, the Major Taylor um, uh, Cycling Club, okay. uh, my, my local one, which is called the Major Taylor Iron Riders, um, mm-hmm. which is like our, it's most of, most of the team is, is based in, in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, but then a lot of them are, are, you know, dispersed throughout the city. And these are some hardcore riders, you know, um, you know, Major Taylor was like the first African-American, you know, cycling champion. He, he mm-hmm. developed a lot of 
the technology. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but he did. He developed some of the technology that we're used to seeing in cycling today. Um, and so it was just an honor to be part of a, a black focused uh, club, not mm -hmm. exclusive, not exclusive, but black focused mm -hmm. club to bring more people, more Af you know, more African Americans and more blacks to the sport of cycling. And okay. um, you know, after um, doing that for about two years, you know, a lot of my friends who were runners was like, "Hey, man, you know, you should really think about running." And I remember it was like a cold day in February. Mm -hmm. I, I I wanted to you know get a little workout, so I was like, "Man, but it's like so much snow on the ground." And, you know, cycling requires you to do a lot of things to to get ready, and I just wanted something simple. I just want I had like a half an hour to do some work. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what? I'll go for a run. I'm gonna try this run thing out. So <laughs> I, I threw my little my little uh, computer that tracked my GPS from my phone. Uh -huh. Took it, put it in my back pouch, threw on all my cycling gear, my my cycling tights, and I went for a run. And mm -hmm. when I came back, I posted it through Strava, and then I posted it on Facebook, and people said to me, "Dude, this is your this is your first time running?" And I said, "Yeah." And they said. And you ran that speed? I was like, yeah. I was like, is that bad? They were like, dude, I've been trying to do this for like, I've been running for three years. I've been trying to run this pace. And you're doing it your first time. So I had like no frame of reference for like what it meant to be a runner. And, um, uh -huh. you know, I said, oh, maybe maybe I have an aptitude here that I, I, I'm not aware of. So yeah, haven't even tapped into it. Haven't even huh? tapped into it. And so I started talking to, you know, some of my friends who were runners and they were like, wow, mm -hmm. that's pretty good. You know, maybe you should keep up with it. And then my um, my friend, uh, Cheryl uh, Donald, she was like, mm -hmm. hey, man, you know, we got this, um, you know, this Brooklyn half marathon thing going in. I think you should do it with me. And I was like, girl, you crazy. I ain't doing no <laughs> half half marathon. You're crazy. I just, I just ran a couple of miles. You, I'm a cyclist. I'm not, I'm not into this running thing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, after a while, you know, you know, trying out some running i started to kind of like it because it was really hard mm -hmm. but it felt really rewarding to me afterward and to me it was actually harder than than cycling was and cycling is really difficult mm. but mm -hmm. i really you know came to enjoy it um and that's kind of what happened man um you know I, I ran a i ran a four miler in april of 2014 and mm -hmm. I kind of really never look back. It's to the point now, like my Iron Riders club, and they see me, they're like, "Hey, brother, we see you out there doing all that running, but when you coming back? When you coming back? Like, are you coming back? <laughs> Did and, you, you know, abandon us, man? Yeah. So, but but they understand. They they understand because mm -hmm. they're very passionate about cycling, and mm -hmm. they understand what it takes to be excellent. Because there there are some really badass riders in mm -hmm. in my in, in my club. And they understand the, the, the level of uh, dedication that I have to running. They're seeing the results from me. They're seeing, you know, that I'm into it and I'm doing well mm -hmm. at it. And so, you know, they encourage me. They're always very supportive. But, you know, they, they still want to ride with a brother every once in a while. And I, and I, I miss them and I want to ride with them too. It's mm -hmm. just that, you know, the way my... You know the way the way my running schedule was set up, you know. I, I don't really have time for, for, for yeah, a ride. Yeah, uh, so... Oh man, it is it is hilarious when I hear whether it's a cyclist trying to convert a runner or a, a triathlon 
a triathlete try to convert a marathoner to the sport. It's like everybody becomes sort of an advocate or, or an evangelist for their thing. It's like, yeah, we need more people like you, man. You, you're a good guy. You won't put down those running shoes and come lace up your cleats, man. Absolutely. Let's go yeah. for a ride. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, you know, one endurance sport is like a gateway drug to the other. And, yeah. you know, it's like as soon as – so I, I, was a, I was a cyclist – and mm -hmm. that was my gateway into running and i had to learn how to run just like i had to mm -hmm. learn how to how, how to be a cyclist i had to learn how to be a runner and mm -hmm. as soon as i got pretty proficient in that because it's it was like two years and you know i didn't start running until i was 39 but mm -hmm. you know what started happening was people were saying hey brother uh so uh why don't you come try this triathlete thing and i was like whoa slow down <laughs> slow down <laughs> you know not about that swim life but oh, I, I understand it because you know you you want to you know that I think that's really a big thing especially being um being black is like mm -hmm. you know you don't see a lot of you when you go to yeah. these different events um yeah and, and you you know it's it's a selfish thing but not really because it's you know you you want to have someone get healthy by doing and being part of your sport mm -hmm. uh, but you're also you're tired of being you know, looking around and being like the only one. You know, I look, yeah. I look in corrals, you know, uh, in New York Roadrunners now, I'm in a B corral. When I started, mm -hmm. I was like in H and I and mm -hmm. J corrals, you know. And I look around in the corral, I might see one other brother there. And I'm like, hey, bro, yeah. how you doing, man? You know, yeah. I, it's like I make a point to speak because, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm the only one there. Yeah. Yeah, I had someone very innocently um, ask me, a, a, a sneaker, a sneaker geek friend, it's like why why do we um why do we need like a, a black running group um a national black marathoners association you know I just feel like it divides I'm like you know I, I understood you know it, it, I didn't mean anything by it you know, I'm not trying to be racist you know and I'm like okay well when I started running similar to what you just expressed I didn't I would show up and I'd be the only one there and this is oh, not yeah. you know we're not talking like years ago we're talking like 2012 right. I don't know what happened in 2012 where. It was just like this boom or an explosion where people, you know, I started running in 2012. I don't know what was going on then. And it wasn't like I was in a, uh, you know, online or there's this trend. Something Somebody told me I should start running. My sister for two years prior to that started telling me about running. I kind of ignored her. She was sending me emails or whatever. Um, but yet there's just something about 2012 that I, I've got to search this out. Like, what, what, what was going on in 2012? Yeah, I, where it I, I caused agree. so many people to get out there and start running. I mean, I've hear, I, I keep hearing that number, um, whether it's different organizations uh, or individuals who started running, and um, that, that's something that I want to want to. It's probably going to be my next project that I look into. Um, so, what's next? I mean, how did you then start Black Runners uh, Connection? Well, you know, in in the cycling community, um, we have like certain events every year where. Mm -hmm as many black cyclists as possible, they show up to these events. In fact, the biggest one just passed, it's called the Seagull Century mm -hmm. Ride. It's 100, about 100, 115 miles. I can't remember the exact distance. But, you know, you get cyclists, from, you get black cyclists part, mostly that are like major tailor, you know, clubs from all over the country. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and they all swoop down um, in Salisbury, Maryland, of all places, like Ocean mm -hmm. City area. And, you know, we're used to, in that community, getting together, having, you know, like these little meet and greets. So when mm -hmm. I when I came to 
um, running, uh, I had I was in the National Black Marathoners Association page, uh, mm-hmm. the group, and you know everyone was talking about going to Miami, and I was like, oh man, you know, I could, this Miami is going to be my second half marathon, and mm-hmm. um, you know I was like, hey, is anybody getting together? And I saw like there was like all these different threads in the same group about getting mm-hmm. together, and I was like this doesn't feel very coordinated. And I was used mm-hmm. to us being very coordinated about mm-hmm. about us getting together because we understood exactly how important it was. And I'm sure that there were other meet and greets um, you know, happening all over the all over the place, but I said, Hey, I found all the threads. I searched um, the MBMA page, I found mm-hmm. all the threads where people were talking about, you know, getting together and I said, Hey, I created this group for this meetup in Miami, mm-hmm. and I just said, "Hey, feel free to join this group so we can talk about it." And I think mm-hmm. at the time, I think I called the page like, um, you know, Black Marathoners Running, and this is like the group name: Black Marathoners <laughs> Running Miami Marathon. Blah blah blah. It was like a long name. Uh, you know? Oh my God! It was, it was <laughs> That's like gonna be quite the hashtag. Yeah. Are you it's coming a, to the blah 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 right. blah blah blah? That's now I'm going to be too tired after repeating it. Wait a yep. second. <laughs> and so, you know, but, you know, we had about, I don't know, maybe 40 people in the group. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we had our meet and greet um, down in South Beach um, back in 2015. And it was great. We met a lot of people. Um, I mean, there are people that were there that day that I have, like, totally bonded with. Uh, I like, are like my friends, like my brothers and mm. sisters, you know. Um and, you know, when we left, you know, we kept up with activities that we were doing mm-hmm. that weekend. And when we left Miami, you know, folks were like, hey, you know, why don't we keep this group? And I was like, oh, all right, but we're not really, we're just going to use this just for Miami. We don't need another group, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we already had MBMA. And, you know, there were a couple of other, like, you know, groups that were around as well. And, and I said, at some point, you know, people were like, hey, the after Miami, the group went from like 40 people to like 140 people. Mm-hmm. And like a week before the before we, before we even got back to New York, I was like, whoa, what's going on with this thing? Why is everybody mm-hmm. joining? And then it just started to grow. It started mm-hmm. to grow. And then I changed the name to something else. And then, <laughs> and then at, at one point, I was just was like, it six right. words or seven words? It was, still, it was still like six words, dog. <laughs> You know, and then at some point, I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to call this, I'm just going to crop off all the other stuff. I'm going to keep the group. I'm just going to call it the Black Runners Connection because that was like the tail end of the name. So mm-hmm. so then, you know, once I changed it to that, it just kind of stuck. And people were like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm in a BRC group. I was like, oh, Yeah, it's yeah. easier for me to say. Yeah, I can right, just. Right, right. So, you know, oh, it just, man. it just, um. You know, it evolved. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I run a lot of, I'm, I'm part of a lot of different um, organizations that uh, you might have heard me say I'm you know fraternity I'm an alpha uh, mm-hmm. I'm a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha for 22 years now you know I'm a member of uh, Masonic Lodge Antioch Lodge here in New York mm-hmm. Prince Hall um, you know I'm a connector you know I I, I, I have I, I run many online communities and the one thing that I've always learned is the mm-hmm. community the community dictates what it's going to be and you know, you, you set some parameters. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've, you've heard me say this, you know, I, I, I have one golden rule for um, Black Runners Connection, and that is be kind to your fellow runners. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think it's a difficult, 
you know, concept. People, mm-hmm. they, they get it. You know, um, you know, we're all adults here. Um, and, and the we have 3,500 members now. I've had to mm-hmm. get rid of one person. I've had to, you know, block and delete one person in that time. Who'd you leave? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, that was it. Uh, you know, I, you know what, like, That was a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. Okay, that, okay. <laughs> but I just want, I, but I do want to say that it wasn't someone who was, uh, you know, e- you know, e- e- immersed in our community. It was someone who, you know, he wasn't black and I, I didn't delete him because he wasn't black. I deleted him because he was saying some very racially insensitive things. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what, this, that's not what we're here for, you know, yeah. It's a it's a it's a diverse enough group that mm-hmm. people should just you know you should you should feel comfortable to say to 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 have comments, but I'm not going to stand for someone just being just disrespectful. Yeah, just blatantly disrespectful. Blatantly yeah. dis- disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a um there, there's so many so many different groups, um, and you might not I might not feel comfortable with this particular group, but they have I have some things in common with with this group. And I don't really care what group you're a part of, just as long as you're out there and you're doing something right. that's going to pr- promote a healthy lifestyle, you know, and, and, and it's positive. I have, I have no, I have no qualms, you know, nothing. it's like, I, no, I don't, I don't want to, they're from Chicago or they're from Indianapolis. I don't right. care where you're from or, right. you know, just as long as you're, you're out there and you're doing something that's going to keep somebody off the couch and, 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 and doing something positive, I'm, I'm all for it, man. You get the two thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. you know. Thank you. So thank you for all the work that you do online, James. I appreciate you taking the time out. Um, sorry for the inconvenience early on. And we look forward to uh, seeing what's next from you and, and, and your heroes, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just want to say in closing, thank you for, for your show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's given us an opportunity to get some insight on uh, a lot of people in the run community. Um, you, you did ask me a question. I don't think I answered. You said, what's next? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I really just want to continue to increase the number of blacks in our sport. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm talking to my team to see where we want to take this thing. Um, but for right now, I just like having a, a venue where people can come and share and inspire each other and be inspired yeah. by others. And um, yeah. as, as long as we're doing that, man, it, it's I feel like my mission is, is already accomplished. Yeah, definitely, man. It, it is. It is definitely a thing. I. Just to point, to point you to go back, I remember when I was younger, I didn't, growing up in Brooklyn, you really, you know, it was basketball, football, baseball, running was not an option, but I distinctly remember um, a brother running through the community with shorts on, no shirt, and at the time, I'm, what is he doing? You know, he would right. just zip through the community in the summer down, yeah. Halsey Street, you know, two-way street, but he was in the middle, psh, he was flying. And, and, you know, track is an option. You know, my son yeah. um, went to school. My son's went to school. My son went to school on a scholarship, for on a track scholarship. Wow, awesome. You know, so there is a, there is a, that was not something I considered doing. Like, ah, track, ah, you know, if you can shoot, you're good. You play football, fine, baseball. But track was not something that, that it's not a sport that some people really consider and, and take um, seriously. And um, we're going to have another family member on um, soon. Carlos board. His son runs track. Uh, as well, and it's just yeah, it, it's it's something that we should um should pursue and promote. Yeah. Right? So thank you so much for being on on the show, man. I thank appreciate you. it. I appreciate it.